Welcome to Book Banter with me, your host, Diane Burkhart. I hope you will join me every Wednesday as we explore all things to do with, well, <laughs> books. Let's get on with our show today. Hello, my happy people. Today is Wednesday, May 10th, and ugh, I am so tired. <laughs> I don't know about you. We have had some lovely spring days where we've actually been getting 60 degree weather here in Germany, and it has been just wonderful. We've been taking walks with the dog and enjoying the sunshine, which we don't get to see very often. We should have enjoyed it a little bit more because we are back to overcast rainy days. And at least it's still warm. We're still up in the 60s, but it's just kind of gray weather and makes you tired. It's still better than the cold, drizzly weather that we were having before. So I'll take it. Today was going to be the top 10 tips for better SEO practices, but I'm going to tell you right now, I do horrible whenever I do a numbered list. Somewhere in the middle, when I get talking, I completely lose track of what number I'm on. So we're not going to number these. I'm just going to give you the tips that I have because it takes a lot of stress off of me. And besides, (laughs) this is going to be so much easier. If you're like me, you are new to this you know, you may be an SEO expert. This is not the podcast for you. If you're an SEO expert, you're going to just laugh at me the whole way through this because I am a total newbie. And because I am such a novice, I did have my husband review this information for me. He works in information technology and actually has like four degrees in information technology. He is not an SEO expert. That is not his target in his business, but he does have enough understanding to double check my work and make sure that I am giving you good advice. And it was approved. So that's at least a nice little endorsement from him. So hopefully this will be helpful to all of you. Now, before we get started, I should point out that if you happen to have an operating budget, which I do not, you can hire an expert to do this for you. And it takes a lot of the pressure off. They'll come in, they'll revamp your social media, they'll do your website for you, and you won't even have to worry about it. But if you're like me, and you do not have the budget to pay for somebody to do it, just start going step by step. So where do we start? I'm going to give you just a few basic ideas of where to start in your process. These are just things that I have been finding out for myself as I'm trying to do this because I am the only person who writes my books, does my book layout, the website, does the social media, writes the blogs, does the vlogs, does the podcast. It's all me. (laughs) It's just me. Whenever I comment and say, we In my head, I'm thinking me and my husband because he is my supporter in all of this, but I'm the only one who's actually setting down and doing all of the work. It's all me. So I'm having to teach myself how to do a lot of this. And these are just tips that I have learned along the way that I want to pass on to you that might be helpful because I've only done a few little things. I'm definitely not, my SEO is not, (laughs) it's not, oh, (laughs) it's not optimized, but I've been doing little things as I go along and I keep seeing an improvement each step that I make. Every step forward, everything that I do, I see an increase in my traffic. And it's amazing to me how all of these little tweaks that I've been doing make such a huge difference. At first, whenever I sat down to do my search engine optimization, 
I was, I had so much anxiety. I had no idea what I was doing. And I was just trying to figure it out as I went. But once I started seeing results, I started reminding myself, it doesn't have to be perfect. I just have to keep working at it, doing a little bit here and a little bit there, and just increasing the optimization every time that I sat down to work on my website. And when I started doing it in little increments like that, it took a lot of the stress off and I was able to start seeing results. So if you're stressed out about this, relax and just take it step by step. So now we're going to go in and we're going to start talking about this. What are some of the acronyms? What do they stand for? What do you need to do to increase your traffic? The first thing I want to do, though, is I want to go over a few of the terms, because just in case somebody doesn't know, it's like people hear SEO, but not everybody looks up to see what SEO stands for. So just so you know, SEO is search engine optimization. You want to make your social media, your website optimized to be found on search engines. That's basically the goal for this. You want to be able to write the content using keywords and having everything set up so that when somebody searches for your product, they will find you. For example, if you're selling coffee, if you're selling homemade crafts, if you're selling books, you need your target market to be able to find you with simple searches and come to your website and buy your products, be able to connect with you. And if you do your SEO correctly, this can actually bring way more people to you than you could imagine. I'm sure you've heard me mention this many, many times on the show that when I had Val Collins on, she made just an offhanded comment about something that she had learned in an SEO class years ago. And I thought, oh, you know, maybe I should try that. And I tried it and my engagement jumped hundreds of percents in a day across all of my social media and almost 600% on Facebook alone. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. And the thing that I did, the one thing was I made my name the same on all of my social media platforms. Because before I'd had at Burkhart underscore books, another one was at Burkhart.com books.authors. Another one was Burkhart underscore books authors. They were all similar. They all had Burkhart books. Some had authors, some didn't. So they were very close. But I went through and changed everything to just at Burkhart books. No underscores, no authors, no dots, just at Burkhart books for every social media platform that we're on. And wow, the change was amazing. So learning SEO practices can make a huge difference in attracting the audience that you're looking for. So we know what SEO stands for. Have you seen SERPs? S-E-R-P. Sometimes it has an S, depending on if you're getting one or multiple. If you don't know what that means, and I will admit freely, I never bothered to look up what SERPs stands for, but it is search engine results page. The search engine results can follow three different searches. The first one is informational. Say you want to bake a cake. You don't know how to bake a cake. You search how to bake a cake. And then all of these different websites will come up that 
have keywords to catch those kinds of questions. The second one is transactional. I'm trying to sell my Into the West Saga cereal. So if somebody says, where can I find a short Western book? I want my website to have the right keywords to pop up and be on the top of that search results page. The other one is navigational. Let's say somebody knows that I am Diane Burkhart. I sell books, but they don't know what my URL is. So they might type in, okay, I know you Burkhart is in there. I know books is in there. We'll type that in the URL thing and see what happens. And hopefully it will pull up my website. Now, I actually did this today to see <laughs> how many pages back <laughs> my website would show up. And if I just put www.burkhart, I was not even in the first eight pages and I quit looking after that. But if I typed in www.burkhart and then a couple of spaces and books, they know that I'm an author, so they want to find my books. Then the first four results on the SERPs page was my pages. It had my Facebook, it had my website, it had several things. So the navigational is when you don't have the full URL, you're kind of guessing at it, and you want it to be able to find your information. And luckily that one worked for me. Now that we have the answer to what is SEO and we know what SERPs are, how do we get the highest ratings on a search engine results page? There are two ways that you're going to get traffic. One is paid. You can buy ads from Google to get you up in the search engine results. You can see this on almost every page. It will show you the first few results are businesses that have bought Google ads. Google decides who gets to be in those results. Now, the organic is going to be one that you can affect on your own. Because what you do in your content, on your websites, on your social media, will help the algorithms catch your sites to pop you up in those results. You want to have keywords that apply to your product, your website, your services, whatever it is that you're trying to connect with your audience on, what you're hoping people will come looking to your sites for. You want to have the right keywords so that when somebody goes to search for like my books, if they come to search for a Western book, I want to have the right keywords in my website, in the metadata to have my websites pop up when they go search certain words or phrases. Now, I should probably explain what metadata is too, just to be safe here. Metadata is actually information about other information. It's the hidden data that accompanies every image, every video, every file that you encounter online. This is important to get this information correct because it makes it easier for other people to find and locate this information that they're looking for. Whenever you do a search and you get your search results page, there will be the title of the page that is the link, and then underneath there will be like a little description of that page. That information under your link is your metadata description. It gives a brief summary of your web page's content. So if you get the right information in there, that will help the search engines find you. Now, the search engines can kind of vary or the counters can vary sometimes about, I think anywhere from 
see, I think I remember saying that it was like 130 to 155 is about average for the number of characters with spaces that you can have in that metadata that will be caught by these algorithms on the search engines. How do you get in the results pages that you want to be on? Unfortunately, the first few steps can be time consuming, especially when you're new to it like I was. But it's really not that hard. It just takes some time to sit down and actually go through it because it does take a lot of research to actually find the things that are going to be your targets that you need. So the first thing that you need to do is do a keyword search. You need to find the keywords that are going to be important and cater to the target market that you are trying to attract. Keywords that work for me and my website will not work for you. Because unless you're writing the Into the West Saga serial, <laughs> then my keywords are not going to bring people to your website unless you are doing the exact same things that I am doing, trying to sell the same products, trying to do the exact same service. My keywords are not going to work for you. You need to do a search and find the ones that are going to work for your topic, your service, your products, your audience. Ideally, you want to find ones that are very popular and will rank you as high as possible in the search engine results pages. It's really best if you create an extensive list of possible keywords that you can use and start whittling that down to the ones that are going to be the most optimal keywords that you can use for your site. Now, if you don't have a lot of time and you want to cut your search down a little bit, you can always use some kind of keyword search tool. There are several that you can find. There are keyword surfers that will do the searching for you. There is one that is a Surfers Chrome extension. If you use Google Chrome, this is a good one to use. You can also hire experts to do it for you, which if I had a budget for such thing, I would totally hire an SEO expert and just let them do it all for me. Not everybody has that option. So you might want to do a Google search and see if you can find some free downloadable programs that will help you do this and cut down your research time. There's always the option of doing everything manually and going through and trying to find if your keyword, how often it is used in a search engine, looking up each and every keyword that you want to use, but that is going to take a long time. Trust me, you want to find some kind of a program to help you with this just to make it go faster. Once you have your keywords, what do you do with them? So now that you have your list of possible keywords, you need to start dwindling them down to find the ones that are going to be the most beneficial to you and your business. Let's just say, to give you an example, I'm an author, I sell books. If I use books as one of my keywords, yeah, that's not going to be really beneficial to me because every other author has books somewhere in their website. And if somebody puts in the word books in the search engine, it is really highly unlikely that my little website is going to be popped up in the first page of the SERPs because there are going to be millions and millions and millions of other pages who also have that. I need something that's going to be much more specific to me and what I am trying to do. Something like Western books is more specific to me. 
U.S. Western books, U.S. history books, U.S. historical fiction books, U.S. historical Wild West books. You want to try and find a keyword or words that are specific to you and your business that will weed out as many of your competition sites as possible. So where books is not a good business choice for me to use as a keyword, it will put me in the rankings, it will help people find that I sell books, but it's not going to be high enough up in the ratings to do me any good. I need to find something more specific to me and my work to get me at the top of those pages. Because since I can't afford to buy paid ads to get me in the paid results page, I need to make sure that I am getting the right keywords to get me in the organic results page. So how do we do that? One way you can do it is start analyzing the competition. Check out websites for people who do the things like you do. I can look at other Western authors, other historical fiction authors, and see what kind of keywords they are using for their site. You want to look at their metadata and see what you can do if you're trying to attract that same audience for your work and start incorporating these things into your metadata and see if it doesn't bring about more organic results for your website. Once you have the keywords that you're interested in, you want to do a check on the keyword search volume. You do not want to have a keyword that's not getting any traffic. You want to do a search and find out how many monthly searches are being made for that keyword. There are several different tools that you can use. I believe the Chrome extension surfer tool will give you this information. I'm not positive, don't quote me on that, but I believe that that is in there. Let's say that you have books as your keyword that you want to search and you look in there and there are, you know, hundreds of thousands to millions of searches using that keyword every single month. That is a good keyword, but it's not specific enough for your business to really be beneficial. Now, let's say you search U.S. historical fiction and you get somewhere between a thousand to ten thousand search results a month. People are using that that many times in the month. That one is more specific to what you're doing or what I'm doing and it's still getting a decent amount of search results. 10,000 is a good one. So that would be one good phrase to use in metadata to try and draw more traffic to your site. So now that we have a list of keywords, what are you going to do with them? Well, <laughs> that's where your next tip comes in. You need to write content for your web page that uses your keywords. Once again, if you don't have a lot of time for this, there are content creators that you can use that you would plug in your keywords and it would give you suggestions for what you want to put within your article or your blog or your website to help bring the search engines to your page. So let's say that you do blogs and you want people to start finding these blogs. 
you're going to want to take that keyword, your main keyword that you've identified and use it in the heading of your blog, the header tag. And you want to use that one and other keywords within the body content of your blog. This will help search engines grab your content whenever people are doing searches. It can be kind of daunting at first when you're learning how to do this, having to remind yourself to use these specific words. But since these are things that are specific to what you're doing and what you're trying to promote to reach your audience, it really isn't as hard as it sounds when you're just talking about it. But whenever you start to do it in practice, it's a lot easier than you think. For me, talking about the fact that I write historical fiction that is based on U.S. history or historical events, that's not hard to work into my blogs. It's not. I will often write blogs that have nothing to do with the book series that I'm trying to sell because I'm just trying to engage with my followers on a personal level. I will often talk about my dog Shaggy and maybe I'll write a blog about it's springtime, we want to spend more time outside, and I've found some great herbal flea and tick remedies to help keep him safe when we go on walks through the field. And at the end of that, I might just comment about how it's always nice when I take him to the dog park to sit on a bench in the lovely spring weather and read a book. And what better book to read than one from my own collection, the Into the West Saga Serial. It is a great U.S. historical fiction book series that is reasonably priced and six of the books in this series are available now. So I just used a bunch of my keywords that apply to my website in a blog that I was writing about herbal health care for my dog. So it's really a lot easier to work these things in than you might think. Even though I just do kind of these fluffy blogs every once in a while to try and keep people interested in things besides just my books, you know, they want to come back and listen to my interesting content. <laughs> and not just hear about my books all the time, I can still tie them into my books and help attract different people who may not be looking for historical fiction books. They may be looking for dog flea repellent. They'll find this, then they'll see my books. And, you know, you can do all these kinds of things to do cross-references, get different people coming to your site, trying to draw in new clients for what you're selling. I mean, there's just, there's so much that you can do with this information there really is. And I'm sure you can tell I am not an SEO expert, not at all, not even close. But the things that I have been doing, like the keyword searches and checking out the volume for those keywords and changing up just minor little things in how I do my daily interaction just to keep people interested in coming to my website. I'm not just talking about my books all the time. I'm trying to connect with them on a personal level and still I'm bringing in a new audience all of the time and introducing them to my work. So you have to decide what your goals are and how you want to achieve those goals. And that is really going to dictate a lot of what you're going to do with your SEO. And like I said, I know this sounds like really daunting and just draining and why bother, but you would be surprised how just doing a few of these little things, even if you don't do it perfect, you don't do it like some professional SEO expert, just doing a few of these and getting a couple of keywords in there that are really hitting their targets 
is going to make a difference. It really, really does. So don't get too stressed out about it. Give it a try. Do the basics now and just keep researching, keep refining your results. And eventually you're going to get to the ones that work the best for you. You don't have to do everything perfect right now, but do it. And the more you practice this, the easier it will be. It will become second nature. You'll know how to do the process. And eventually it's just going to be part of your regular website upkeep and you won't even think about it anymore. So those are just the best little SEO tips and tricks that I have been finding as I'm trying to learn how to do all of this on my own. Please do not blast me if you are an SEO expert and I did not get something perfectly correct. I am not claiming to be an expert. I'm only trying to pass on some helpful information that I have been finding as I'm working on my own websites and social media. Hopefully something in here that I mentioned will help you as well. Coming up in the next few weeks, I am working on getting some incredible author guests. So you won't have to just listen to me blathering on about some topic like today. (laughs) No matter how beneficial it may be for you, I know my audience prefers to hear from authors and wow, have I got some incredible people coming up soon. I have been very hard at work working with a couple of publicists and a few individual authors and some personal assistants to get some incredible authors coming on the show in the next few weeks. I have got a sci-fi author. I have got a horror author. I have got nonfiction authors. I have Christian authors. I have Oh my gosh, I am so excited. A comic book author. I have been trying for a comic book author for a while now, and I'm finally going to have one. I'm so excited. (laughs) I love comic books, in case you can't tell. I have been a comic book fan from way back when I was about 10 or 11. I had a subscription to Thor Comics. So that was a long, long time ago, more than 40 years ago. I have been a comic book fan. So this is going to be a lot of fun for me. But we have got so many incredible people coming up. Be sure to watch the website, subscribe to the podcast. And if you love books like we do, you do not want to miss this podcast. So why not subscribe today to make sure that you never miss a fantastic episode of Book Banter with Diane Burkhart. You can do so at bookbanter.buzzsprout.com or on your favorite podcast streaming sites. We are everywhere. So now you know what time it is, people. It's time for you to go out and be happy.